Bill, what's up? You're chomping, bro. I'm not chomping anything. I'm waiting to. I'm. I, I don't see you guys. I'm on the Facebook thing. It looks good, Bill. I like it like that. All right, we are now we are now live, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Police Off the Cuff. My name is Mark DeMayo. I'm your host. My co-host in all things law enforcement is here with me tonight. What's up, Bill? What's going on? You know, you can't see. I got my shirt on. I got my special uh, the oh, Blasio shirt. shirt. I love that. Oh, representing, representing, yes. I'm, I'm sitting a little low. You can't. I'll pull it up every once in a while so you can still see it. We yeah. have um, we got a tremendous guest tonight. But before we introduce him, I just want to make an announcement. Bill and I, uh, after 18 months of doing this, uh, and uh, when we embarked, our journey was to memorialize first responders' heroic deeds. And we've had an incredible guest. I can't even, you know, it's just one after another. Uh, tonight is going to be the icing on the cake. But in the meantime, um, you know, we had the Floyd thing happening and talk about killing morale. It's destroyed all over the country. So, you know, our show changed a little bit. And a lot of our focus right now is to have a place where members of, uh, of the service, uh, frontline workers can come, see a positive uh, message on all things that have to do with law enforcement and first responders. And uh, with that being said, we're going to set up our Patreon. And our Patreon basically is going to be there for more content. We're going to raise our production value. And uh, we're going to be doing a show that's going to be, um, well, Bill is going to tell you about that. He's going to explain the tears to us. Go ahead, Bill. Well, basically what Patreon is, is we're asking uh, our audience to help us out and contribute financially. Mark and I have done this at a total loss for you and a half. We've paid for it ourselves, paid for an engineer, and things cost money. So we have three levels on our Patreon. First of all, to get on our Patreon, you have to go to patreon.com slash police off the cuff. And we, we made it pretty humorous. The first level is called the bucket. And if you listen to our show, you know, being called the bucket isn't a positive thing. We kept some humor in it. So the bucket is the lowest level, of course, $7 a month. The next level is called polish my rack. And there's a picture of my rack from the police department on it. And that costs $9. And the last level is called dipped in butter, which you know we talk about someone's balls being dipped in butter all the time. And that's the $11 a month. So if you want your balls dipped in butter, you got to pay 11 bucks a month for it. But that will help us to grow on the show and to uh, grow our audience. And hopefully uh, we'll make a few dollars and not be in the minus or be in the plus. With that being said, we are going to introduce our guest tonight. And it's my honor. I met you. It was like meeting a hero. Uh, when I met you down at 35 Word Street, the SBA there, I posted the picture happily. Oh, cheers, by the way. Um, he's a phenomenal artist. He's known as the Patriot Artist. He's here tonight, direct from Staten Island. What's up, Scott Labedo? How you doing, brother? How are you, my friend? You guys made me feel like I was Elvis Presley when well, I came down there. You well, all right, I'm not that guy that you think I am. What, what you did, what you did uh, on a Highland Boulevard is making waves, not only in New York City, but throughout the country. You're a pioneer. Um, you... you, you you're, the, you're exactly what we need right now. Um, so before we start and, and just get into what's going on right now, you know, you're from Staten Island. I don't know any other artists that came from Staten Island other than graffiti artists. How did you get, <laughs> how did you become an artist from Staten Island? Just born with it, man. It just came to me. My mom had a little talent. My dad's great with his hands as a builder. So that got passed on to me, but in a big way. But on top of that, I'm not just an artist. I got balls. Yeah. And, you know, another, this is how it went down. People ask me, like, well, why are you so compassionate with your artwork? And then the next day you turn around and you piss people off with something else. I'm a provocateur. I provoke emotion. My mother's advice was, son, do whatever you want in life. As long as you believe it in your heart and you take care of the less fortunate. My father's advice was, Take your mother's advice, but my advice is take shit from nobody. <laughs> well, that's where I get this yin-yang thing. Let me ask you something, though. This is caught on sort of nationally, right? 
And I saw you were on Sean Hannity the other night, and there was like 550,000 views of, of well, the show. Well, Bill, before we do that, let's, um, let's start off with how it all happened. Um, your sentiments that led up to it. So you're a New Yorker, you live in Staten Island. You have an art studio in Staten Island. Your, your, uh, your form of art, um, which is tremendous, by the way, is uh, you're known for your patriotic art. A lot of it has to do with flags. And you have so many different versions of the flags. I tell you, man, I love them all. I love them all. And they're available on your, on your site there to get, uh, you know, the prints so you can frame them in your house. And I got a couple coming that I'm going to order my favorites. Um, but how did they, so you got into a situation where you decide you got pissed off about something. Tell us what happened. What are you talking about? How I became this patriotic artist? No, no, no. But with this thing in Staten Island, because Bill oh, brought it up. On Highland with, Boulevard. Oh, the blue line. I, 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 you know, again, being a patriot, it's not just about waving your flag. It's, you know, volunteering and helping people. And, uh, and I do that a lot with my artwork and primarily it's my veterans and what this country stands for and what that flag stands for. You know, to me, I'm, I'm patriotic because I'm an artist. And what is an artist? An artist has more rights than anybody else because we get to test the boundaries of that first amendment expressing ourselves amendment one it's like the sexiest thing in the world that i get to do whatever the hell i want creatively in this country you know and so i who gave that right to me the men and women of the armed forces so for years for 20 years now i use my art to raise raise awareness uh, for these men and women, the disabled veterans, the, the severely injured guys that come back now with no arms and no legs and still live. And I work with foundations and I raise money to help them. These are the men and women that I, I didn't have the balls to go to war. I didn't have the balls to be these heroes. So I use my talent now to pay it, pay it forward, pay it back to them. And, uh, and I do the same thing. And I've always done the same thing with the men and women in blue. Well, Scott, I mean, let's, uh, Scott, let's get back to, to the blue line, all right? One of the things that sh has struck everyone is that the city sent you that deceased and desist letter. But yet, when you did a little research on it, you found out that de Blasio never got a permit to paint uh, Black Lives Matter in yellow right across from Trump Tower. So where does that leave you legally? I mean, you can't really just say, hey, he got away with it, I should get away with it. What's your defense in pursuing you in the season? My well, defense is... You still didn't get to the point of how he got the line there. What was the motivation to paint the blue Mark, line? Mark, stop. I just asked him a question. Let him I answer. know, but... Let him answer the question. Bill, Bill we got to go back to Mark. Mark was doing good. You jumped in, you cut me off. Um, yeah, it started because, again, I support... I always support my men and women in blue. The Dallas Five, that got, those guys that got slaughtered. A couple, what is it, four years ago, I drove my truck out there. On my own dime, I found a wall in Dallas, and I painted this beautiful blue flag mural, the blue line flag, and I put these five empty blue chairs on the roof of where the mural was just to show that, uh, hey, America, even this crazy guy from Staten Island, we, uh, we got you back. So I've been doing this with the police for a while. So all this was was this wasn't this blue line I did down Highland Boulevard in front of the precinct. It wasn't, ah, this is anti-BLM, or, oh, you do this? Well, I'm going to do that. It had nothing to do with BLM. We all know that Black Lives Matter. We all know that. The movement itself was hijacked by these young white punks who hijacked it and turned it into something else. But so I said, all right, I'm just going to do a nice blue line. And I did it. And I didn't have a permit because I knew in my heart, can I curse on this show? Yeah, yeah. That this fucking piece of shit mayor, okay, you want the Staten Island to come out now. This fucking piece of shit, shit mayor, I knew he didn't have a permit before he even admitted it. So when I did that blue line, okay, beautiful. The next day, I hung that banner of the shirt you're wearing over the Staten Island Expressway. And it was a world, that's it. And it's a story, it was a worldwide story. And the very next day, I get the letter from the DOT. My computer just went out. What? 
Uh, we can you see guys. Him. You can see him? Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, there oh, there you go. Go. All right. Sorry. So, Scott, yeah, one thing though. Just don't move around so much because you, you're getting blurry. I know you're Italian and you want to move, but when you move too much, your image is blurry. All right, I'll try not to. It's an Italian <laughs> thing. I'll try not to. <laughs> yeah, now your, your computer did freeze up a bit. You have your engine. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bill, I'm sorry I cut you off, man. I didn't mean uh, to do that. Thank you. Where's your engineer? <laughs> I'm going to show my shirt. Oh, you know what? We didn't. Wear, I didn't wear the blue, the white line shirt Why? tonight. Well, let's, let's talk. Well, yeah. Like I said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to put a picture. We can hear you now. Go ahead. All right. So the next day, the DOT sends me a letter for me to remove the blue line, cease and desist. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. And then I had to respond to them. And I said, fuck this. I, I, I made a public, I made a public, public response because they wanted me to respond by a professional letter in seven days. And I said, here's my response. This letter ain't worth the paper it's printed on. You know where you could stick this letter. <laughs> Why? Because the Blasio didn't get one of the letters. work. The thousands of other people who graffitied all the public buildings down by City Hall that are on film, not one of them got a letter. They gave me the letter. Selective enforcement, discrimination, because I'm a conservative-leaning artist and I support the men and women in blue. I think so, it's because you're Italian, too. Put that in there, too, Scott. I think it's because you're Italian. Yeah, because I don't pronounce my R's properly. Abafango. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we told them to go fuck themselves. And then I got my lawyer and we put a professional letter together and sent it to the DOT like they requested. And in legal terms, we pretty much also said, you could go fuck yourself. <laughs> so we're waiting to hear back from them. And if they want to counter at me again, I'm suing for a billion dollars with a B. With a B. And what I'm going to do with that money if I win I'm going to give it to the, the police department to refund them. Fuck me. No, 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 de Blasio. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you, you also uh, painted a picture um, where the blue line goes across the letter. And I think you um, you auctioned that off. And the benefits of that went to uh, our last week's guest, uh, Cops for Kids, the director, uh, Pat Russo. I saw the photos of that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I, what I also did was I said, this weather, this letter isn't worth anything. But now I blew the letter up, a copy of it, 30 by 40. And I said, now it's worth something. And I painted a picture of me rolling a blue line across the letter. So now it's worth something. That was and beautiful. we auctioned it off. And the money, we raised $6,700. And then uh, Chef's Choice matched it so we raised thirteen thousand four hundred dollars and it went to new york city cops and kids boxing club to show that yes the cops do work with the community people you don't see it on the fucking news but they do work with the community and this was the perfect example so it was another oh fuck you to the mayor <laughs> you're my hero man you really are you know you mentioned um you didn't go into the military because you didn't have the balls. And uh, you got balls, man. You got big balls. I'll tell you that. You got more balls than me because uh, what you did is amazing. Well, you can't see as a police officers. That's the thing. I'm your spokesperson because you unfortunately cannot go on the Facebook or Instagram and say what you want to say because your First Amendment is a pile of shit compared to everybody. And that's disgusting. So I'm your guy to go out there and say what you're thinking. Thank you, sir. Scott, is there any more blue lines going to be painted anywhere else in the city? Not, Not at this time, because I want to wait to see what happens with this lawsuit. And, and it's carrying through because this is like, you know, this is this this story just keeps blowing up. It's been almost three weeks and it keeps spreading and spreading. And that's good because it keeps pulling his this, You think this will stop the Blasio from painting any more uh, Black Lives Matter 
in the street? I actually think it will. I think he 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 wore out his. I mean, you drive by and you see again. As an artist, you guys might not want to hear this, but I actually like the street art. It's it's art, but it, how it was done. It was done illegally, so you cannot tell. He opened up the can of worms. You're gonna do a street mural without a permit? Well, fucking then I don't need a fucking permit. So he's fucked. He's fucked. So bigger picture, this Saturday, I don't know if you guys know, is the biggest rally the city has ever seen at City Hall in Manhattan that I am hosting for the working people, for the retired cops, for the business owner. I don't care if you're Muslim and you own a little deli and you're getting fucked by this guy. You show up. I don't care if you're gay or liberal or, um, uh, or Chinese, whatever. This is not a political rally. This is finally a rally for the law-abiding people of this city to take it fucking back. This is disgusting. You all know what's going on. And people are fired up. We got jumbotrons. We got a $30,000 stage. This is, you got to promote this for us. It's not for me. It's for the people of New York. What time does it start on Saturday? I'm sorry? What time does it start on Saturday? 12 o'clock, 12 to 3. Hey, uh, did you get a permit for this? <laughs> I actually did. Just so I don't have to. I'm his, I'm his nemesis. I'm well, you got, you got to repeat that, Scott, because you know this guy is. I think they got to keep refreshing your computer. Now, if I don't go to my website, all right, Scott Lowe. Wait, we're going to have to repeat this whole thing right here. Scott, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. What is your engineer again? He's, he's, you know, he's you, when you come up. to us from Staten Island, you might as well be coming to us from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be on the moon right now. You think they got 5G in Staten Island? I don't think so. They stole one of your G's. Back? What? Come on, Scott. Is, hey, Bill, isn't it that the big, the people that we have with the, all the best at tech, we always those are the ones we have a problem with. <laughs> Me and you, two old men. Me and you, two old men, were sitting here. We figured it. We figured it out. You couldn't. on your we need your engineer to refresh you. Well, thank God for your son. So for, for our audience members, this uh, Saturday, 12 noon at City Hall Park, the biggest rally, Scott Labedo was hosting. It's a big party. Some great speakers. Ed Mullins. Uh, Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Sliwa. They should have had us speak. I don't know. I'll show my shirt again. We'll advertise from. We're trying, we're trying to kill time here with Scott. He went, he went, he, he went off. His 5G was only 4Gs, so. The mayor cut him off. You know, this is a, a great thing that he's doing because it really does slow down the other side from just doing whatever the hell they want to do. It's so necessary. It's so necessary. And, and like everything that anybody can do, including what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Having a platform for Scott to get his message out there to our viewers and anybody else who has a platform. I mean, this is important stuff right now. Absolutely. We're getting we're getting washed away. We're 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 uh, blown away across the country. People aren't even fighting yeah. back. We're in a restaurant somewhere now on the left. <laughs> Jen, is that you? Hi, Jen Romano. She doesn't know she's on the air. Jen, do you know you're on the air? Oh, he's over. He's over there in the corner. It's so weird, man. Isn't that weird that... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe... Stat I mean, I'm not even kidding about Staten Island. It's got to be the internet connection. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, for our viewers who are still tuning in, we got the Patreon, man. Come by, check it out. We're going to be putting original content on there. Uh, we're going to do the um, true crime stories, our first one. Who do we have, Bill, for the first um, true crime story? Well, we're going to have... Um, uh, what's his name? From... Uh, Author Michael O'Keefe from uh, Three Four Precinct fame, uh, Three Four Anti Crime, and he, he's going to be telling us a great story about a triple murder that he worked in the Eight uh, Three Precinct in Brooklyn. Scott, you back? Yeah, that's your guys. That's on your end. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
It's us, huh? We're still here. We've been talking the whole time. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, you're talking to yourselves because uh, the, you, you, you. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So this rally is really important, and I hope you spread the word on this. We still got Jen, we still got Jen on uh, coming through for some reason. <laughs> well, we were trying to get you guys back from your rush. So um. Okay, so the sad this this sad this Saturday at noon, City Hall. There's going to be a rally. You're the host, and one we 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 were going through your guests. We know Curtis Lee was one of your guests. We know the SBA president, Ed Mullen is one of your guests. Bill mentioned another guest, I think. Oh, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, Joe Piscopo, Ian Smith, the gym Piscopo, owner. Right? Wasn't Joe Piscopo a cop? <laughs> No, just... oh, it was Saturday Night Live. I know. Saturday Night Live. He's showing his age. He's showing his age. He don't remember Joe Piscopo. I, he was the wise guy. I remember that. He was in Wise Guys. I remember that. That was a great movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mr. So, Rockavano. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Rockavano. <laughs> I know Scott. No, you, Scott, you remember that movie, right? Which one? Uh, wise Guys. Thank you, Mr. Rockavano. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he's in a bunch of good so movies. You got Joe Tell us about what's going to go on that day. We're going to do some speakers and stuff? Yeah, we're going to have some speakers. We're going to, you know, we're just just to get the crowd there. Because every rally in a protest you see, it's always, you know, these young white anarchists just pushing their friggin' socialist agenda. And everybody's been fed up and people have been reaching out to me for a month or so. Scott, what do we do? And I was like, when you're ready, when I know you're ready to come and join me, I'll hold this rally. So people, I saw the fire that they were holding because between the crime, between what happens with the cops, the, the, the moralization of the cops, these people's businesses, these restaurants, the teachers, the construction workers, these are New Yorkers. These are the people that built this fucking city and they're being pissed on all the time. And they are finally fed up. So here's their opportunity to come and express their grievances. Get together, chant, and be, get that energy and say, fuck you, de Blasio. Straighten this out or step down. This is our city, and we're not giving it up. Hence, don't give up the ship. Don't uh, give up the ship. Are you guys expecting counter-protesters at this rally? Um, we're not, but if they show up, the NYPD is there in force. This is their day, too. This is their day to shine. And they have told me, you know, what I do for them for the last so many years, they're my biggest fans. This is this is for them. So they're going to be there in force. Any trouble, they'll be taken care of it. We have our own security team. And uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be great. It's just going to be really great for that energy, that New York energy that has never been exposed. And why I really want to do this is to kick this off. New York City is this. They, we set the trends for the rest of the country. So my dream is that people see the mass amount of people here and how powerful it is that, yes, we can take back our city. So these other cities like Portland and Seattle and Chicago, they follow us. They follow our lead. And all together, we take back these cities. We take back America. Hey, you know, isn't it ironic that it takes a guy from Staten Island, a regular guy, an artist, to uh, with all these millionaires in New York City that are bailing out in droves, scared with their tail between their legs, selling their apartments instead of standing up and fighting. These same people who made donations to every single one of the people that are destroying this city probably. They can't have. They can't uh, come to the fact that oh, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake. This was a big mistake. Not only am I going to take my donations back, but I'm going to stand and form a coalition and fight against what's going on because I own property here. I own a business here, and not one of them has stepped up. They're all fleeing. They're fleeing. They're fleeing to uh, Palm Beach, Connecticut, Westchester. They're buying houses unseen in Westchester. I talked to a real estate agent. They don't even want to see the house. They want to get out. And they're selling their properties in New York City instead of standing up and fighting. And this one guy from Staten Island is, is the one who's uh, who's doing the fighting for everybody right now instead of all these guys with the millionaires. Well, that's my point. I'm hoping to get a fire under these fucking people's asses. Like the Upper West Side is the perfect example. 
You got all these hoity-toities on the Upper West Side. Look at their fucking property. They, it's, it's worth nothing now. And these are the people that voted for de Blasio. You know, here's your turn. Here's your chance to just man up, put a set of balls on and say, you know what? I fucked up. I'm going on the right side now. And I got to fight for my fucking seat. I got to fight for my, uh, my, my million dollar apartment that I have on the Upper West Side. Get on board, people. I'm pumping in fifty, sixty thousand dollars for this with my team. You know, we got to get that money back. We don't care. We just got to get this done for the people of this city. So it would be nice for this Upper West Side people to say, you know what? You're right. What you just said. My property value is down the tubes. I can't even have my kids walk down the street in the park because it's disgusting. The crime, the murder, the the, the bums, the you know, the homeless, the junkies. How the fuck? What's 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 in your fucking head that's gonna make you wake the fuck up and get on board here, people? This is your city, and then you're gonna flee. Just don't fucking run. I'm I'm tired of hearing people say I'm moving. I'm moving. No, don't fucking move. Put a set of fucking balls on and get out there and fight for your city that you fucking built. L.A. too. L.A. is doing the same thing. They're bailing out in droves in L.A. You really? The, 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 the Mecca of Hollywood. You're going to bail out on that instead of standing up and fighting? Hollywood. But you know, one of the things is, Scott, we, uh, as being uh, retired cops, we see how hard we worked to bring crime down in New York City. And it took like 30 years for it to reach a level where the city was the safest large city in America. And now... In a couple of years, it's turned into shit. And it's really disheartening to those who work so hard to bring it to be such a safe city. Right. It's, it's got to burn you up. It's got to burn you up. All the work you did and, your, and your, your fellow officers and the administrations at the time, what they did to pull the city back, it's got to burn you up to watch what's happening. You put your time in. That's, that's a major part of your life that you dedicated to. Again, another thing I didn't have the balls to do, and that's why I'm a big supporter of you guys and girls. I didn't have the balls to do that. So now I put on my little balls, and I help you guys out as much as I can. But it's sad, not little balls, I'm just saying, not as big as yours. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you talk, man. I put on my little balls. <laughs> no, you know show I mean. the shirt again. Show the shirt. Yeah, I got to show you my shirt. Let me tell you something. You make a piece of art like that, you got to have some pretty big balls. Anyone, any white guy that wears a Che Guevara shirt, you know where he's coming from, right? That was a nice touch, right? The Che Guevara shirt. Che Guevara. I don't think people really know who he was, you know? Yeah. The right shirt. people. The right people know. Yeah. He's, he's so, uh, so going back to your Staten Island roots, when did, uh, did you start do you started doing art like in high school? What happened over here? Like, how did you like become this artist now? I've been an artist since childhood. Yeah, but how do you uh, think about that? From, you're from Staten Island. It's not a thing that everybody around you is doing the same thing. You're like, you're an anomaly. Well, I'm an anomaly in the art world because I'm a conservative. I like NASCAR. I believe in the second amendment, you know, I'm, I'm a regular fucking dude, you know? I used to chase girls around and I get drunk and I'm just a regular fucking guy, but I happen to have this great talent. And the art world doesn't understand that. They don't understand that. I think they do. I think that's what artists are. But I think that right now, um, like for example, if you look at the art from our history, um, the paintings and, and just the artwork of our, you know, emperors and, and, and um, Caesars and then presidents and the artwork that was involved. Even when Obama was president, the, the artist that unleashed those two pictures with that dress, I don't know what the fuck that was, but it was a, it was a moment for art. And hopefully it can be the, the moment for art now, you know? Well, this is my, what I, I, I knew that I was going to be where I am now back when I started, because I told the art world to go fuck themselves back in the 90s when I went to go find myself in the big art world. And I saw an American flag at the entrance of the gallery where you had to wipe your feet. And everybody was screaming, America sucks and America this. And I'm like, what? I don't want any fucking part of this. I don't care how rich you think you're going to make me or how famous. I don't want any. I'm going on my own. I'm a conservative thinker. I'm a patriot. I, I went out again. No, I can hear you. We can hear you, Scott. 
Oh, you got me. Okay. All right. All right. Good. So anyway, so I made my own bread. Uh, I made my own bed and the art world hates me for that because I succeeded. My artwork is not for those people on the Upper West Side. My artwork is for the men and women of this country that are the working people, the cops, the firemen, the coal miner, the people who just like a little something different. They don't want to see, you know, uh, two monkeys, you know, asses sticking out of a jar of fucking jelly. You know, all the respect to that art, but that's not what they want. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they want a nice flag painting. They want a, a painting from a guy who likes NASCAR, you know. And I'm that guy. And I got that's my bread and butter. And that's who I, I, I cater to. You know, Scott, I think that your movement has also helped with the uh, the lights, the celebration of 9-11, where the mayor and the governor were trying to unfund it and act like it had something to do with COVID-19. So they got such tremendous pushback that all of a sudden now, they're, oh, no, no, we're going to do it after all. You know, once I mean, Cuomo is a coward. And de Blasio is just a jackass. But they, they folded like a cheap suit once they saw the, the backing that that event had. And that the SBA and the Tunnel to Towers people, they were going to fund it themselves. So grassroots uh, organizations like yourself are now pushing back on the politicians. And it's a beautiful thing. And that's thing. the point. And that's the point. See, that's a good example of people finally saying, I'm fed the fuck up. I'm fed up. So that was a great example. That happened in 24 hours. Right. Okay. That was great. Now it's time to get in the street. Now it's time to get in the street. And On we Saturday. Know that we know they didn't do that because they felt bad for the 9-11. Uh, they didn't give a shit. They didn't give a shit. They were worried about the political look of it. That's all they cared about. The pressure. They, yeah. are, they, are, they are running now. Because we are finally saying something. Because we're always too, all right, I'm busy. I got kids. I got a job. I can't. I don't want to get in trouble. People, this is your fucking life. Well, remember that talking movie. about your city. Remember that movie where the guy said, go out your window right now and say, I'm mad as hell. And I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> Network. Network. Yep. That's, Great. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I That's exactly what it is. So that's what's happening, and we can, we can fix this. Scott, what Italian restaurant are you in right now? Um, Denoy Restaurant. My friend, a uh, good friend of mine owns it. Shut down. We turned it to an office. We shut it down and turned it to in the Scott Lobato headquarters down here. You can't see the mess around here. This, this rally, has got we got like 20 people on a team, 24 hours a day. This thing grew into a monster. That's we great. We got everything happening, and, and, and we're really excited. We're really excited to get the people riled up. Are you getting a lot of fan mail? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of it. From all over the country. I'm getting fan mail from Canada, Germany, England that are behind me. Like, you got balls for standing up and fighting. This is what you – these people aren't even from this country, and they're supporting us. So, yeah, it's across the country, just constantly coming in, coming in. People are coming to this rally who don't even live in New York City because it's the start of the new – Take this, take this ship back. Don't let this ship sink. Don't give up the ship. Don't give up the fight. That's right, man. But you got everyone riled up with your spirit. It's the passion. It's right here, right in my gut. Right here, there's a fire in my belly that I'm trying to get everybody else to you put know some what's logs up? on that fire. Put some gas on that fire in your belly. Let's fucking take this back. You know, it's funny about, about the selective enforcement. So, for example, they went after you with a cease and desist letter for painting the blue line. And they didn't have they didn't go get a permit. And you're the freaking mayor. All you had to do was stamp. You, you stamped the mayor. But meanwhile, also, I see the I can't remember the politician's name. I like the guy. He's always got a different freaking hairstyle. But um. They, they, they got a lawsuit because they, we had two street chalk riders. They were riding in chalk and they were riding in front of um, a Planned Parenthood. They were riding uh, Black Lives Matter unless they're born, something like that. Uh, pre, It was uh, an argument against abortion. And they, they were arrested, those two girls. They were riding in chalk. And uh, so now there's going to be a lawsuit 
against this selective enforcement and how they they uh, whoever the, the whoever this was, man. I think I'm trying to. I, I hate the fact that I Chalk is, it's not illegal. That's they get their case right there. And as an artist, I know you're right on anything with chalk. It's washable. It's it washes right off. It's in another state, though. So I don't who knows what their laws are, are over there. But the arrest was bad. And um, uh, I think his name is Terry. Oh, man. I hate myself for not forgetting this. But anyway, but it, it's it's a lawsuit that's coming right now. It's in the works. It happened. Uh, I think they dropped it today on behalf of those, uh, the two ladies that were writing in chalk um, about that, about that. And it's, it's an amazing thing how art, whichever side you're on, winds up becoming the catapult for everybody's voices to jump on board. You know, you got uh, politicians right now backing these, that false arrest. You have uh, thousands of people going to show up for your rally. And, you know, basically you're both doing art. You know, and and it's it's uh, it's an amazing thing. I mean, now it's it's harder on you know for, for on the conservative side, but either way, it's uh, there has to be a balance. Everybody's got to be heard. You know, and right now, yeah. and what the Blasio said too in one of his press conference about the whole, you know, my art and his art. Uh, he said his art is is not political, and it's for a special a special movement. And again, I agree with the black community's movement. They have a movement, not including and all of that, you lose it. But for him to say that, he's selecting what is what is art and what is not art. And then art was not a political line. I don't think they paid their electric bill this, this month. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Blasio. Pay their electric bill this month. They're watching. They're, they're watching from. Um, it's the city jamming your Wi-Fi. From the mayor's mansion. You back, Scott? Scott, can you uh, talk? Yeah, you, you, your sound isn't uh, on right now. So this this movement that you got it is an amazing thing because it's waking up other people, and you're seeing a lot of. Uh, Blue Lives Matter rallies all over, but mostly in the suburbs. This is the first one that's going to be in, in New York City, and that's an important thing because, uh, you know, when the protests started in this city, everyone could see that they were violent except the people that didn't want to see that they were violent. But that's why there's billions of dollars worth of damage and hundreds of cops that were injured because the protests were violent. They weren't peaceful. And they're not peaceful in other states either, you know. I think it's important to, to hear the views of the other side, of the people that are actually uh, trying to police these uh, protests. Well, it's also funny that right now they're talking about flipping New York into a conservative uh, outcome for the presidential election. And, you know, Scott's movement might actually be part of that. Can you hear us, Scott? But we can't hear you. You got to unmute yourself. We can't hear you. Scott, unmute yourself. You're on mute. Hey, Jen. <laughs> we can't hear you. <laughs> back? Yeah, are you Hello. back? Back. You what I said about the uh, flip in New York? Um, yeah, I mean... That's another thing that was in the back of my head is like, you know, it's going to be tough to flip New York for Trump. But when people look, I don't care how much you hate the guy's orange hair, how much you hate what comes out of his mouth. The man is a law and order president. And now in your city, you voted for de Blasio twice. Even though he's a lame duck, you could still get out there and say, you know what? I can't have this anymore. I want my law and order back. I want my local businesses back. I want my kids to be able to walk down the street to Central Park because it's out of control. It's so far, it's so deep in a pile of shit that there's only one way out and that's the people of this city to come out and fight. And yeah, vote. We can't have, we've had conservative mayors before. We had Giuliani. We could do it again. Now, if you if we get another super liberal mayor like this guy, 
then you're all fucked. Okay, this is my one shot that I'm wasting, break, not wasting, but I'm using my valuable time day and night, 24 hours a day, and my team and money like you can't fucking believe. We're going to go to $70,000 by the time we get this whole thing set up on Friday. Okay, this isn't, I'm doing this because I believe. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. I'm fighting for you, not for me. I, I got everything I want. I'm living the dream. As fucked up as it is, as beautiful as it is, I'm living the dream. You people got the tape. You, you know, you got your kids in school. You got that job you can't lose. You got that little business that you're trying to. You're like taxi driver who's getting fucked. You fucking people better be out there. And then we could make some change. We want the world to see and watch this fucking rally. <laughs> you know, Scott, what you said before, too, is that if another progressive mayor gets elected after de Blasio, this city's going to be really in a, a, a bag of shit because there's three progressives in line. You got Eric Adams, uh, Scott, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Johnson, uh, Corey Johnson, and Scott. Johnny Williams. And, Scott, and if any one of those three gets elected, we're in for a lot of, we're in for some bad shit because people don't realize if they lose the businesses from this city, all their social programs that they want paid for, there's no money. And Wall Street and all these companies are going to flee the city if crime keeps going out of control like it is now. You know. They already are. They already are. There's a small window. We have a very, very small window to save the sinking ship. Very small window, and it's right fucking now, starting Saturday. I can't emphasize it enough. The more people that are on those streets in our rally, 10, 20, 30,000, we make a difference. We get heard. Okay? And that keeps the fire in your individual belly as a New Yorker. This is the last fucking chance we have. So I expect to see people in the tens of thousands at this rally, peaceful rally. Not an anti this rally or a pro this rally. It's not a political campaign rally. It's a rally for you New Yorkers to fight. Fucking fight. It's that fucking bad. Well, Scott, some of the policies that we're fighting against, I mean, I think uh, as a former NYPD uh, sergeant, uh, bail reform has been a disaster. Uh, Putting homeless people out on the street has been a disaster. And the least, and emptying out Rikers Island and some state prisons has been a disaster uh, for the people that live in this city. And uh, people that have the means, a lot of people that are, are wealthy have a second home and they've, they've moved out of the city for these last six months during this COVID crisis. But there's people that don't have that kind of money and they got to brave it through and they got to live amongst some disorder on the streets. Yeah, I mean, it's we, you know, we those people in the in the park should be at this rally too. Their neighborhoods are going worse than they ever were. They should be at this rally. That's why everyone is invited to this rally. Just right. think, think of how fucked up your neighborhood is now. Whether it was fucked up before or not, how really fucked up it is, and then eventually. And years, a couple of years from now, it's just crime central. And you people that are struggling, you lower class people that are struggling to get to that next level, your days are over. Your days are over. So there should be just as many of those people at my fucking rally as the Upper West Side people and the middle class people. You know what? I think you're going to have a great turnout. And I think that um, if, if you do have a great turnout and it's everything that we hope for, that maybe some of these people that have fled not that far away, they're just upstate or they're in Connecticut or wherever their summer house is, maybe they'll look to it and they'll, they'll invest in the second rally. And maybe this could be a thing and maybe we can move it around because uh, I, I think you're onto a good thing. And that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, I appreciate your passion, but people have to come out. They have to come out and they have to support. And hopefully then you get really big money behind you. Maybe some of these people that, like I said, have fled, 
will will uh, will want to take part in it. And you get some of these really rich people that want to stand up on stage with you and say, "This enough is enough." You know? Yeah. You know, Scott. Someone, her name is Susan Susanna Branch. She just wrote on the Facebook Live. We're sitting in Oregon watching our police in Portland and Eugene get battered. All the governor Kate Brown has to do is request the national guard, and she won't. It's diabolical. That's in her words. Did you hear that, Scott? Did you hear that? No, you would. You dropped out. Okay. Well, someone, someone okay. listening from uh, Eugene, Oregon, said, "We're sitting in Oregon watching our police in Portland and Eugene get battered. All the governor Kate Brown has to do is request the national guard, and she won't. It's diabolical." So some of these states are just letting these protesters do whatever the hell they want. They fucked up day one when you let that one person throw that brick through somebody's business and they let it happen. That's it. You lost it. Yeah. You got to have that discipline in the beginning. Nobody loves a protester more than me. I've been protesting on my own for 30 years. I've even been arrested a few times because I wanted to, to get my point across. I stepped over that line, but I took it like a man. Thank you, officer. Sorry, officer, blah, blah, blah. But once you start, once the anarchy starts and you start resisting arrest and you start throwing fire bombs at cops and shit, that should be fucking met with brutal fucking force. Because now the whole can of worm, look at Portland, look at it. It's been fucking nine weeks. And when you look at Portland and you see the crowd, what do you see? The last time I looked, I didn't see one black person. They're all these young, white anarchists who always got a fucking trophy when they were a kid, who don't do anything except being fucking spoiled. And it's me, me, me. And it's their socialist anti-American agenda that they are pushing into the Black Lives Matter. The Black Lives Matter people, the, the black community should be up in arms that they are being hijacked. Hijacked by an agenda that has nothing to do with what they're doing. And that's the problem. It's these young white anarchists. They dropped an explosive. The last uh, thing in, in, uh, in Oregon, they dropped an explosive last night. And it, 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 I'm talking about a real explosive. And it hurt a lot of cops. And uh, that's what we're going at right now. We're, we're, it's, un, it's insane that these guys even go to work every single day for another battle at night. It's just, uh, and it's confined to these certain states, Portland and Minneapolis. Um, those two states, Oregon's crazy right now. It's like unbelievable. It's all these democratically controlled progressive states that they don't want to take on the protesters and they refuse federal help when they sent the feds to portland it was like it was ridiculous well you're not alone if you're out there and you're law enforcement and you watch the show you're not alone we're behind you um my heart goes out to some of these guys uh, i see the wounds because you know you see the pictures on on social media about the wounds that these guys get uh, over there with that explosive and it's it's scary man it's scary god bless these guys yeah it's uh it, like i said you it, you open up the can of worms the first day then that's it and look what we've seen it's been the last nine weeks and it's been violence 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 destruction destruction you know we are a free nation but we are a nation of laws yes you can step over that line that's the beauty of america you step over that line in iraq your fucking hands get cut off. You don't you don't exist. You're gay and you're fighting for something. You get thrown off a roof. This is America. We do step over that line. We do. We're allowed to. But when you jump over that line and start beating the shit out of fucking innocent people, the little old ladies that are just walking down the street or you're just throwing something at a cop who's just doing his job and he's got to go home. He's got a wife. He's got kids. He's got marital problems. He's got this. He's got bills to play. He's a human fucking being. And nobody sees them like human beings. They are human beings. They're, and they're it's disgusting what happens to them. And you see it on TV. And then when you see it on TV, that means it's oh fucking K to go throw something at a cop because they go in, they get out of desk appearance, <clears throat> and they're out doing it again. It's like the old catch and release when you go fishing, you know? You catch and you throw it back in the water. 
how do you lock someone up and then they just let him out a couple hours later? He's back as an anarchist exactly. again. You know? it's, head up, it's head up your ass fucking ideology. I don't know why. This mayor, in my eyes, he goes to sleep every night like a baby because he's happy and he's content that he's fucking over the working man, that he's fucking over the civil servants, that he's fucking over the small business owner. He's enjoying this. That's how much of a fucking prick this guy is. What do you think his motivation is? I don't know. What is that? I, I wish I knew. You know, some one of the guests, or someone's watching, just said, when we continuously pound a political party, we're creating a divide. But we let's face it, the Democrats do not support the police, period. So if that's the divide we're creating, so be it. Because what we're about is supporting the police. And guess what? The Democrats don't support the police. Right? So it's, it's, dividing us, then they better come to the table because Cuomo said that he supported the rioters over the police. So we got to call people out when they're doing things against the law enforcement. If your calling cry is defund the police, right. then the police and people that are pro-law enforcement, they're obviously they're going to have a different opinion. I mean, who are you talking about defunding the police to? People who can afford to get their own security. You know, people who can't are going to still rely on their municipalities. The, the budget's going to be lower. The response time is going to be lower. Those are still going to be your police officers, the, the ones that are there now. The police, the, the other people, though, the ones that want to defund the police, they think they're going to get away with paying less taxes. They're not. They're going to have to hire their own police. They're fucking idiots. It's just, it's so asinine. And again, what can I do? What do we do? This is what I'm doing. I'm fucking getting people riled up, fired up to come out and fight for your fucking city, fight for your protection, fight for your police department to get things back in order. Listen, I'm an optimist. It's always darkest before dawn. I think we're at our darkest hour and there's no other way but the sun coming up. And if the sun does not come up, it's going to be dark for a long time. This is the time where people need to get their fucking... Hawaiian shirts on for that sun to come out and get and get the don't be afraid. Don't my job is to pull the people out of the of out of, <laughs> of the shadow. If somebody hears that I'm a cop supporter, I'm gonna get fired from my job at the pizzeria or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> if everybody equally says all right, I have no fear. I'm coming out to support my police department. I'm coming out against this mayor. I'm coming out to, to say what I want to say, like you said in that movie. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Not two people, not three. We need 10,000, 20,000, a million people to put their balls together and just say, I've had it, and I'm saying what I got to say. I don't fear anymore. Because they know we fear. They know that the working man fears because the working man has a job. They know that, these, these, these de Blasios, they know that. But if we show we don't have any fucking fear, we will fucking win. Well, Scott, you know what's scary to me as a former member of the service is that being a civilian and walking around in the city right now, you got to worry again about getting robbed. You got to worry about some EDP attacking you for no reason. You got to worry about sitting in an outside cafe eating dinner and have someone just smack you in the back of the head or hit you with something over the head because it's the city's filled with disorder right now. And it that happened. wasn't the case. Was that? It happened, it happened on the Upper West Side. Yes, was I know. <laughs> a guy was eating dinner at his, and some he guy. Got cold cocked. Yeah, he got cold cocked by some EDP. And for non police people, EDP stands emotionally disturbed person. We use that, that little acronym like it's uh, second nature. Scott, you gotta get, you gotta reload yourself again. You're frozen. You're frozen in a drinking position. That's a great picture, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Scott, you back? I gotta refresh you again. Yeah, I mean the scary thing this weekend. I think there were 44 people shot. I mean, when did that happen in the last 10 years? It hasn't. But it's well, it's you know, the irony of it all is that they're all people of color. Yeah. Whenever we get the police to stop doing their work, who suffers the most? You know, you want to complain all you want, but now he's gone. He's completely oh, gone. He'll come back. He'll come back. Well, you want to complain all you want, but listen, 
1,700 lives. If you go from 2,000 homicides a year to 300, 1,700 lives for over 15 years. For over 15 years, 1,700 lives. Not dead. Right. Because it's, so now we're going to throw the whole thing away uh, because, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm at a loss. Well, you know, get rid of anti-crime, you know, uh, bail reform, just catch and release. Empty Rikers Island. Uh, we'll start releasing state prison inmates because of COVID. And then they're all back out on the street. It's know? like a movie. It's like a, it's like a fucking, you couldn't even make this shit up. No, you can't make this shit up. And, and just, you know, just think of yourself going around the city, going about your business. And then you have to worry about some wolf pack attacking you to get your, your iPhone or your, or, your, or your wallet or whatever. You know, I'm in the city every day. And uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's people back and it's, it's getting more crowded, but at the same time, it's like, there's a, it, it just seems like the crazies are out again. And, uh, you walk, you know, people are dining outside and literally like 10 feet away. There's, you know, three people like, it, it, you know, with the radio and, and sleeping and, 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 you know, smoking crack. It's like fucking, I can't even believe that, uh, it's happening again. Yeah, I mean, they used to uh, talk about the squeegee men as being the uh, sort of definition of disorder in New York City, right? Uh -huh. And the squeegee men were back. I was like, oh, no, they're back, the squeegee uh -huh. men. But there's some truth to that. It starts with disorder at the lowest level. And then once you let that go, it starts picking up and up and up. And before you know it, it's uh, you know, you know why the squeegee coming men... back on an iPhone. You know why the squeegee men are not out right now, right? Sorry, Sorry, this is my phone. Still getting your unemployment. Got your back. Yeah, we had to switch to our phone because you guys are working with uh, fucking 1970 <laughs> fucking equipment over there. <laughs> We're doing the so basic. Like, yeah, listen, listen, this is 2020. We should be nice and smooth. I feel like I was on a space shuttle. Everything's behind and back. Listen to me. No offense, but you're in Staten Island. Would I? Would I? If I had to give you any advice. Promote this thing from Manhattan. Get an office in Manhattan and promote it because nobody's going to hear what you're doing from Staten Island. You guys are out there on your own. Staten, listen, 90% of the people coming to this rally are from Staten Island. This is my home base. This is my home base. Are you guys Are you guys going to be like cutting up like pepperoni on the bus and shit? And, uh, oh, 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 you're getting racial team. now. You're getting racial. Easy with the racial <laughs> ethnicity. And scumgeal. You got some scumgeal. <laughs> some gabagol. Everybody gets a half a pound of gabagol and some pepperoni. <laughs> you guys going to be singing Italian songs? I hope you guys Probably. are wearing helmets. Make sure everybody brings a helmet. You're going to be singing some Jerry Vale songs. You're going to be singing Jerry Vale songs getting hit with bricks. You better bring a helmet. Listen, <laughs> any, any backlash they're going to be, the police only told us they're going to be far away. You're going to keep them penned off far You're away. Like You're going to be like this. Oh, 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 easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Oh, easy. You're going to mess up my hair. You're going to mess up my hair. Whoa. Yeah, tell them no, no hairspray at this. Uh, Listen, this the hairspray and gel I got in here, this is a helmet. <laughs> you could hit me with a brick. I'm not going to feel it. That's right. The gel or, the, or that spray is going to take me 20 minutes right here. Well, Bill, I don't know about you. You know, there's not that much over there, buddy. I just got a haircut today, man. My hair was a little out of control, you know? I like <laughs> it that way better, man. Since March, I only got three haircuts. Today was my third one. <laughs> Who cuts your hair, Scott? Scott Lobato. <laughs> oh, you're an artist, so you cut your own hair. That I makes cut my sense. hair for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So uh, before we wrap up, let's go through this one more time. Uh, where can people find your art? Uh, everything's on my website. Uh, you know, I got a gallery here in Staten Island on Newt Up Lane. Uh, but uh, my artwork, you go to my website. Everything's on there. You can see news clippings and things I've done in the past. Some fun stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, ScottLobato.com is my uh, website. And that's where you find out about this rally. That's the most important thing. Buying my artwork is good, too, because that helps us pay for this giant bill that we're pumping out. Um, but um, uh, it's, do, uh, Tell us about a little bit about your... Um, like, how do you go about your art? Like, is it you go to your studio every day and then 
you try to paint or sometimes you don't go there for a couple of days because you're not in the mood? How does that work out? Now I'm creating while I'm wake up to when I sleep. But this last two weeks, nothing has been more important than getting this rally to be perfect. Day and night. I got a team of 20 people. I got my boy Eddie and Jen over here. They're nonstop. They're on their they're social media and we're getting banners printed. We're getting security, our own security. The staging, the jumbotrons. Willie's taking care of that. It's like, it's it's huge. It's did huge. Get, did you get Luca Brazzi? <laughs> Luca Brazzi will be floating around. <laughs> Luca Brazzi will be floating around in the crowd so everybody just relax. We got our own Staten Island security. Staten Island security. I don't think you're not happy with your family and you want to maybe switch up, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so when I'm not, you know, after this, I'm so behind. I haven't, I usually covered in paint and I can't wait to get back to the easel and just start pumping out some new work. And, uh, but again, right now, my art, my Stuff passion. Stuff too, right? Don't you do like, uh, like if somebody wants a storefront or something like that, like with, uh, don't you do stuff like that too? No, no. I, you've been doing murals. Right? No, I've been doing murals for 30 years. And actually in the last couple of months, I got a couple more to do. And then I'm just keen on my original paintings because that's where I'm at right now. People want my original artwork and the murals are just, you know, I've done it. I'm always going to do a couple of them here and there, but the paintings is what, you know, the actual artwork on canvas is what I'm keen in it. Cause I get my demand is so it's, it's so big, my demand now. And, uh, that's what I wanted to, to, to key in on. I'm happy to hear that, man. That's great. That the man is good. That's great. You know, I think, I, would, right I think I'd push this better if I was a woman with my breasts and I could do this. <laughs> this it would be distorted better. a little bit. This would, this would sell your shirts better. <laughs> you did the you did the pumped up Trump too, right? The, the no, jacked up Trump. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a lot of Trump paintings. I'm, uh, I got a couple more coming. Uh, he's got one hanging in, uh, Trump tower. And, uh, and I got one at it. I made this awesome. Uh, I made this awesome poster. I like oh. that. The arms. <laughs> That's the one. the one. And what does that mean? People like my critics are like, what are you talking about? He's a slob. He doesn't look like that. I said, listen, it's artistic license to me. He is the strongest president we've had in a hundred years. That's what that represents. We didn't vote for some guy who's sent, you know, sensitive to our feelings when we, we lean on our shoulder. We needed a tough guy. We needed somebody to fucking make this world listen to us and straighten everything out. And that's who we got. And that's who we want. And that's who's going to be the next president. There you go. What else can we say, Bill? We had our first fight on air tonight. Uh, I hope you know I, I didn't mean I didn't mean no, to. It's all right, don't worry. You know, I love you. Fight, man. What else? I like to fight though. I think it works. I think we should fight more often. I think yeah, it. Yeah, you guys are in two different rooms, so. It's... That's, right, no, that's right. You know what? No, I think it adds a little bit to the show. I think we we might have to actually build in some fights in our show. You know, Mark, I, I bet she's got some good Italian food where he is, though. You know. Oh yeah! Right now, right now they're oh. gonna go in. It would take Staten me like Island? two hours to drive to Staten Island from Westchester, though. The My boy Eddie here them. just made me some penne a la vodka. Oh, and man, see that? Oh. Tremendous, tremendous. Deliver to Westchester? Ask him to deliver to Westchester. Well, uh, to, uh, to everybody who tuned in tonight, uh, we had a great guest, Scott Labedo. Um, He's doing his thing on Saturday. There's going to be a huge rally. It's at noon. It's at City Hall. Is that where we're all meeting at? City and Hall, Manhattan. Tremendous speakers. And this is just one of... Uh, we got we to gotta fight, man. We got to come back. We, we have to take this city back. We have to take this country back. Um, all these states that are just overwhelmed with uh, just, you know, this defund the police and this rhetoric. And, and I don't understand it. Um, but we need patriots like you, you know, uh, an artist who uh, isn't it ironic that it's an artist to motivate us, Bill? We need the grassroots people to come out and take the damn city back from these anarchists and these anarchists are politicians, you know, look at yeah. the New York city council voted for that diaphragm law to prevent the cops from putting their knee on the back of an arrestee. That's outrageous, outrageous, you know, and, and then the mayor, the idiot mayor signed it, but the, the city council, it just shows you how radical they are too. 
Yeah, you know? it's got to change. It's got to change. Look, and my 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 favorite line is in uh, the Battle of Lake Erie, Captain Perry, his battle cry was, don't give up the ship. It's a famous quote from the, bat the War of 1812. And uh, I love that line. And I'm using it in this moment because it is true. We cannot give up this ship. You don't give up this ship. If we give up this ship, we lose the whole battle. We lose everything. You know, I know every couple of years and it's election year. If we don't vote for this one, we lose it all. People, this is the fucking time right now. And you know what's great? I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but it's great that it, this is what's finally getting the fire under your ass and getting you off your couch and coming out and taking the day off. Uh, forget about the fucking Long Beach Island this weekend with the kids and having a good time. No, you got to fucking fight for something, just like they did in the revolution. These weren't soldiers. These were citizens that got out and fought and fought and fought ugly and died. We're not asking anybody to die here. We're asking you to fucking get out and scream and yell and let the fucking city know that we, it's our time. It's our time. Not the criminals and the anarchists. They had their time and they proved what they did. They fucked everything up. These are the good people. This is your opportunity. I better see you there. And if I don't see you there and I know you and you bitch to me about the Blasio next week, I'm turning my back on you. There you go. There you have it. I wonder if they, Scott, if they'd let you paint a cab on the building with no retribution. You know, all cops are bastards. That's like the rallying cry of these anarchists. Yeah, yeah. But we don't even bring it up. Don't even give them the credit. Don't even yeah. bring it up. We're not even talking. We're not even going to mention them. That's the, the next rally. show. That's the next time we got you back, Scott. In the meantime, if you're available, man, uh, make sure that you're there Saturday noon, City Hall. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Uh, Scott is putting himself on the line there. He's an artist, and that's what they do. That's their life. He's doing what he's supposed to do because he's an artist. Thanks for coming in, Scott. We really Thanks love you, man. Mark, I want to do one more shout-out. We're on patreon.com slash policeoffthecuff. And we have, so far, we have three customers. Matthew Kastler, he, he was in a dip his balls and butter level. Aaron Rodriguez and Sean Lisko. So if you you should be ashamed. My own kids should be ashamed. They didn't sign up to be part of our Patreon. I paid for their fucking college degree. Cost me 300 large. They won't spend <laughs> seven a month. <laughs> Check out the Patreon, please. For our fans of Police Off the Cuff, if you enjoyed this show, there's many, many more coming. There's many, many great episodes. You know our library. Uh, please check out the Patreon. Uh, and help us out here, man. Help us keep doing this show. Help us uh, improve the production value. Um, help us get our own studio, uh, an engineer, all this stuff. Get a man on the street and, and just be like a show, man. And that's that's all we're asking, man. We want to keep doing this for uh, for our brothers and sisters in blue. And on behalf of Police Off the Cuff, Bill. God, thank you so much for coming on. I got a kick out of you, man. You're a funny motherfucker. You did a great job, man. You did a great job, Scott. I really loved having you on, man. I'm going to put that on my tombstone. Scott Lobato, <laughs> funny motherfucker. I'll give you another look at the shirt. There you go. Guys, thanks for having me, man. Right, thanks man. for coming I'll on, man. You were great. You were great. Good night, Scott. Take care.